so I think I would say to anybody out there right now who's yeah whose business is struggling or who's looking for work and finding it really tough do not start to stick those labels on yourself or if you've already stuck them on you have a choice to take them back off again everybody and welcome to another episode of Unlocked, the Ricky Lock podcast with me, Ricky Lock. And I'm so excited because this week we have our first episode with a guest. And I'm delighted to have the amazing Sarah Rudder join me for an interesting conversation about mental toughness. Now you're going to find out a little bit more about Sarah in the actual podcast, but I think this will provide some value for you right now because let's face it, this year has been pretty tough on all of us. So I think mental toughness is a great topic for discussion and I'm hoping it will provide some value for you right now in your life and your business. Now don't forget at the end of the episode, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already so that you know when every single episode is out. And don't forget to check out the show notes as well for some free resources to help you in your business and your life. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you. Welcome everybody to this very special episode of Unlock the Ricky Lock podcast. And today we are joined by a, an amazing woman, a woman that has the aim to inspire and unleash the potential in people. And is also a very keen motorcyclist. So welcome to the show, Sarah Rudder. How are you? Thank you, Ricky. It's a delight to be here with you this morning and, and a real joy. So yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Very well. well. Thank you very much. I really, truly appreciate you reaching out to me. And uh, yeah, historically, this is the first guest on the show. So to everybody listening, um, I hope you enjoy this. It's a guest interview with Sarah Rudder. And I guess a bit of a backstory before Sarah introduces herself, a little bit of a thankful thing here from me. I first met Sarah back in May now for our great friends through Bev, Kate and Matt from Clear Thinking and Performance Tree. We took part in spring break. And you delivered a, a fantastic talk on, on motorcycling. So that was really interesting to me because I'm a big uh, motorcyclist myself. And um, it was this whole idea of mental toughness, which we won't reveal too much right now. We'll move on to that in a little bit. But I'm hoping you'll share some of those stories. And um, hopefully this will provide some value to everybody listening for what you're going with. But Sarah, thank you for joining the show. Tell us who you are and uh, what do you do? Gosh, that's a big question, isn't it? So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm, as you said, my name's Sarah Rudder. I run a business called Ginger Dog Development um, and I'm passionate about unleashing potential in people and it's been really my passion for nearly 20 years now. I started my career in retail management um, and then a few years into that realised that actually what I loved was developing the people in my team and um, yeah from there then moved into learning and development and kind of built my skills and my knowledge. So started off in a really quite generalist um role and then over the years probably about eight years ago actually i suppose i discovered the the concepts and ideas around mental toughness and it really spoke to me and i guess it's one of those it's almost one of those serendipitous things you know i found it because i was researching a a program that i was designing um for molten brown at the time uh, a leadership program and it formed part of that program i just you know it just had resonance Mm. for me it just connected for me i was going through a bit of a a tough um, relationship breakup at the time as well. And so, you know, it felt, it felt like I was kind of learning things that were helpful for me as well as learning things that I was going to help other people with. Um, and that's still how I feel about it. Um, it's one of the things that, that for me anyway, when I work with mental toughness and I work with 
people to help them develop mental toughness, it makes a real difference. And that's fundamental to, to who I am and what my values are. Definitely. And it's a very similar path to me. I, I was working retail. I did some leadership positions, just store manager. And then um, people will re recognize this from the last episode where I talked about how I moved into being a regional development coach and this whole behavioral train aspect. And I, I just like you, I'm passionate about trying to help people, help them grow, mm -hmm. become more successful. And the topic of mental toughness, I think, is really relative right now. Mm -hmm. Let's face it, 2020 will probably go down as the year is resilience. You know, it's a it's an up and down world. And I think it's really it's really tough. You know, right now we're all kind of in different circumstances. I never thought that in September, on the 14th of September, as we record this, that I would be where I am right now doing what I'm doing in the world. It's just a crazy time. But I think it's quite interesting to explore this concept of mental toughness to everybody listening who's, who's never heard of that. We probably mm. use that kind of jargon a lot when we're talking. But what does it mean to you, Sarah? What is mental toughness and, and what do you do with your company with mental toughness? Yeah, so it's a really good starting point. And I think people will at some level have some sense of what mental toughness is, even if they've not come across it before. Um, I think we talk about resilience a lot um, in organisations. Resilience has become the, the, the sort of real buzzword, resilience and well-being, haven't they, <laughs> over the last few years? Definitely. Um, mental toughness is a little bit more than resilience. So resilience, if we think about the sort of traditional definitions of resilience, it's, it's about being able to bounce back. So when something tough happens, you get knocked over. How do you pick yourself up? Are you capable of picking yourself up and continuing on? And so I think with resilience, there's this sense of, you kind of resist the shock and, and carry on regardless. You know, there's that sense of yeah. clinging on, coping, you know, surviving with resilience. Whereas mental toughness is more about actually, how do I deal with these stresses and these challenges? It's more about mindset. So it's more about how do I not only cope with the situation, but how do I learn from it? How do I how do I see and seize an opportunity that might be in this situation? So it's not just about sort of clinging on by the tips of my fingers, <laughs> and, and, you know, and hoping that everything will be okay. It's, yeah. it's about, so resilience obviously is part of mental toughness. Um, there's a sense of that, but it's about how do I, yeah, how do I grow? How do I develop? How do I become better as a result of this? Um, and not only that, but also how do I, just generally, how do I perform on a on a day to day basis? So, um, if we think about the sort of origins of mental toughness, it comes from sports psychology originally. So, anybody that's into sport will probably have heard of mental toughness in a sports um, context. And really, that's about okay. As a professional sports person, you know, my job is to develop my skills, my ability to to perform on the day. But then, when I'm put into that situation on the day when the crowd is there and the lights are on and the focus is on, can I still perform as well in that situation as I can in practice, in training, when there's nobody, you know, watching, when the pressure isn't on. Yeah, and that's definitely. what mental toughness is about. And so if you think about it, we're using our mental toughness on a regular basis. So anybody that's ever, I don't know, had a sleepless night because their kids have been sick all night, and then still had to go to work the next day and put a smile on and deliver something, <laughs> you know, that's mental toughness. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, you know, mental toughness doesn't have to be about I'm standing up in front of a hundred people and delivering a presentation. Yeah. We're digging into that on a regular basis. We're perhaps just not badging it as mental toughness. Yeah. 
So my job, as I see it, is around helping people to develop those skills and enabling them to tap into them when they need to, because we can consciously yeah. tap into that. You know, yeah. it doesn't yeah. have to be the perfect conditions for us to perform well. Mental toughness is about even when the conditions aren't perfect, how do I bring my best self to this situation? Yeah, and that's not about being perfect. I think it's just, it's just to, to sort of, I guess, finish up on that. I think often when people hear the phrase mental toughness, they think it's all about being a bit kind of, you know, hard as nails and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, never, never frightened. Um, and you mentioned me talking about riding a motorbike. You know, one of the things about riding a motorbike for me was about the fact that it scared the pants off me. And I wanted mm. to discover whether some of the things I talk about in terms of managing fear were really doable, you know, in, in a really, yeah, yeah. really frightening situation for me. So I always, always say to people, this isn't about being bulletproof. It's not about being hard as nails. It's not about never showing emotion. It's not about never feeling frightened or nervous or any of that. It's about what do you do with that? How do you manage it? How do you enable yourself, even with all of that stuff going on, to develop or to, to, to sorry, to deliver what you want to deliver? Definitely. Yeah, there's a very, I think, interesting thing in the minute in terms of with this about what you said about learning and growing from it. There's a permission at the minute to play because at the minute in terms of running a business for, for me as a, as a wedding industry business, mm. there is no business right now. Well, for a couple of months there wasn't, it's starting to pick up again, but you have this permission to learn. So doing the same thing as I always did, I now have a chance to actually try new things, try mm -hmm. different things and learn because actually it, it doesn't really matter if it, if it goes wrong or if it, if it fails, because we are all in a, in a same boat, but actually that mental toughness can help me learn and grow how to get better at it or how to do things better, how to conquer through that. And going back to what you were saying, you know, this year has been one of those horrific years for, for a lot of people, mm. uh, a lot of businesses. We were having a conversation beforehand. I remember at the start of this year, you know, I, I left my, my job to, to fulfill my dreams and my passion to be a professional magician and go off and create other businesses and speaking events and things like that. And then literally a week later, just, overnight everything disappearing and mm. you go through like you said those ups and those down moments through resilience thinking why me what, what this isn't fair i don't get yeah. why this is happening and it's only until you get through that point and you start thinking well what can i now do to start to take that responsibility to change my behavior do i want to continue to feel like this well no not really it's crap uh, i want to choose how i want to respond and let's learn from this and do something different and yeah you know, it's such a tough time for everybody, but you know, mental toughness is a, is a popular topic to discuss right now. Absolutely. And I th it is a really tough time. And, and, you know, same here. I had a situation where I had, my diary was fully booked, you know, for, for months ahead. And I was thinking this is going to be the best year yet. And then within the space of a week, yeah, literally everything that I was due to, to deliver, um, disappeared. Um, yeah. And I think for me, there's something about just pick, I guess, picking up on that, that point again, that, that mental toughness isn't about, you know, just going, well, that's, that's fine. Everything's okay. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. not about positive. It's not about positive thinking. It's not yeah. about just brushing it all aside and plowing on regardless. So there is an element of, of, of course, of self-awareness and of emotional intelligence re required within that, that concept of mental toughness. Um, and sometimes I think, mental toughness is about simply being able to connect in with yourself and knowing what's right for you in in the moment 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I have this phrase, which is, what do I need today? Do I need to, do I need to allow myself just to, you know, to flop on the sofa and, and, <laughs> and do nothing? And that's, that's actually going to be the best thing for me. And, you know, in terms yeah. of recharging, or do I need to give myself a good kick up the ass and get on with yeah. things? Yeah. You know? And yeah. sometimes, you know, kicking yourself up the ass is the right thing. And other times sitting on the sofa and just allowing yourself to be, just yeah. allowing yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling, you know, it's absolutely right, isn't it? You know, in the circumstances yeah. Yeah. that we've all been living through, it's absolutely right and normal to feel anxious, feel angry about the things that, that you've had to, you know, you've lost or you've given up, whatever it might be. All of that's normal. And I, and I think sometimes us human beings, we're not great at kind of recognising that that's, that's okay. It's okay yeah. to feel like that. It's not okay to feel like that forever, yeah. but it's yeah. okay to Just feel a short like period that. Of time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> to experience that for a little bit. Yeah. And then to kind of go, right, okay, like you were saying, okay, yeah. this is a set of circumstances I've got. What am I yeah. going to do with it? Yeah, I, I totally, 100% agree. And this reminds me back in April, that, that stress and that anxiety of getting an email every single day from a couple that said, Ricky, I'm really sorry to let you know we, we've, cancel the wedding or we've moved the wedding and you're just like oh my god what is going on you know and I think yeah. that at that point just like yourself there I just had that feeling thinking do you know what I'm just going to sit on the sofa today and just binge Netflix and that's okay yeah. because yeah. this is what's going on and actually that makes me feel good or if it was to go for a walk that would make me feel good and the difference yeah. I think I had to learn very quickly was that like you just said there, just for a short period of time not too long not like yeah. wallowing you know um like a hippo in the mud I had to just decide to get over it quite quickly to then, like you said, kind of like just, you know, pull up my big boy pants and just say, Ricky, just crack on now. Let's get on with it. You know, learn from this, take that responsibility to say, yeah, it is like it is. Let's do something about it rather than just sinking into that feeling. I think it was hard as well, because in terms of the modern world that we're in right now, you look on social media and all you would see was just this negativity, you know, especially from my mates in the, the wedding industry as well. We were all going through it. And nobody knew what to do. So you just, you had no kind of clarity of what was to happen. So that just fueled how you felt as well. And it was only until the point where you just think, I need to look at this from a different perspective, which I thank Bev from Clear Thinking for, um, for giving me that insight of a couple of weeks ago. You know, looking at things from a different perspective and then choosing how to behave differently really helped me get to a, a better feeling. You know, <laughs> although, although there's not really much work still happening, I still feel better about myself because... I'm learning from that experience. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and ultimately, you know, so I'll talk a little bit perhaps in a minute about the mental toughness model. Um, part of that is about control. And that control piece is around not just about how do we control our emotions, but it's also about how much do we feel in control of our life or how much we feel we can take control of our life. And if you think about the circumstances that we found ourselves in over the last few months, there's not been an enormous amount of control available. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. And as human beings, you know, we don't like being out of control. That's the source of great stress yeah. for us. Yeah, um, yeah. And actually, one of the sort of you know fundamental things really for us to remember is that even when everything else feels out of control, we still have control about what goes on in our brains. We still have control about what we think about things. Yeah, what the information yeah. that we feed ourselves, the stories, the narrative that we create about what's going on. And often the narrative we create can be the source of great stress or it can be the source of great support for us. You know, yeah. we can be yeah. we can be brilliant at sabotaging ourselves. Oh yes, we absolutely. Be, we can be brilliant at supporting ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. when you can't change anything else that's going on around you, 
what can you do about what's going on inside you? Yes, and that's, that's what I'm hearing from you is actually taking a different perspective, thinking about something differently, kind of accepting that this situation is what it is. And yeah. then thinking about, right, okay, so with that in mind, do I put all my energy into trying to change the things that I can't change? And feeling angry about it and frustrated and stamping my feet and saying life's not fair yeah. or do I put all my energy into thinking right okay it's not fair but it is what it is and what am I going to do with that yeah you're absolutely right 100% and if I'm honest I probably felt like a probably like a spoiled brat I think this year because I probably had this this idea in my head that I've been building this business up for so long I can't wait you know obviously it was sad that I was going to you know lose my job and you know, it was such a wonderful experience that we had. And I just felt this is, the stars have aligned. You know, this, this is my mm-hmm. moment. What's going on? And I always thought, I'm not really a lucky person in life. What is going to go wrong? You know, <laughs> it's only until <laughs> a week later, a pandemic suddenly, you know, is here. Oh. But, um, but I just started thinking, you know, this, this is weird. You know, this is my moment to go do what I want to do. What could possibly go wrong? So when it was taken away from me, there was this selfishness inside me thinking, why me? This isn't fair. I've worked extremely hard for this. I've built this business up. You know, why is this being taken away from me? And I just kind of spiraled down, like you said, in that control. I had no control. So what it did, I started to think inwardsly, thinking, you know, that inner chimp that we all love started to tell me, Ricky, this is crap. You're not doing very well here. You know, what, you know what's going on, mate? You know, you think, shut up, Jim. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying. And I remember there was a moment where I was downstairs in the dining room where there was this complete role reversal with me and my partner. She works, uh, she's a key worker uh, in the mm-hmm. NHS. And for the last three or four years, I've been traveling around the country, delivering these great workshops and, and keynote speaking and stuff like that, as well as being a magician. And then she was always at home on her own. And we had this complete role reversal. She was now going to work. And I was sitting in the dining room waiting for the telephone to call, thinking, um, is someone going to book me or is someone going to do something? And then that just started to make me feel really rubbish. And like I said, it was only until I got to that point where I started to think, how am I going to choose how to behave here? And something you mentioned there really brought to life a video that we used to share quite a lot in one of our training exercises was by, I believe it's by Gore Kapow. And there's this great video on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Why Worry? Have you seen that at all? I'll have to share it with you. And and to the listeners, type it in on YouTube, Why Worry? I haven't seen that. I don't know that one. Oh, he's a fantastic guy. He's a very, uh, an inspirational speaker. And he has this really cool anagram, which is, um, uh, do you have a problem in life? If the answer is uh, yes, um, it says, then why worry? And it says, if you have a problem in life, no, then why worry? And it's this very cool, like... Um, like a uh, flowchart, I've seen, yeah. Yeah, I've seen and, the flowchart, yeah. And it's absolutely great. And that kind of reflects exactly what you just said of, you know, control the controllables. You know, mm-hmm. if it's not in your control, why are you worrying about it? And I was doing that, you know, through April or May, I was thinking, I mean, I can't control the pandemic, can I? All I can do is choose to decide how I want to behave and adapt. And I know that's something that you talk about in mental toughness um, in, in your talks. One of the things I had to do was adapt to doing online shows because I, it's ironic, isn't it? As a close-up magician, I cannot perform to people within two meters. So I had to do something different and learn from that experience. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, it's the learning again in that, isn't it? You know, so if you think about what I was saying about the difference between resilience and mental toughness, resilience would be right. Okay, we've we can survive this. Yeah, we'll get get through and I'll just hope that everything, you know, at some point in the future, everything will return to normal and and be okay. Yeah, all my work will come back to me, (laughs) etc. That's resilience. Mental toughness is okay. I've stamped my feet and I felt like this and now I'm going to park that 
Yeah. And now I'm going to think about what am I going to do with this situation? How am I going to deal with it? How am I going to, you know, what, what, where's the opportunity here yes. yeah. for me to do something different for me to learn, for me to grow, whatever it might be, but where's the opportunity rather than just clinging on and waiting for the world to return to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's that very kind of open-minded thinking rather than thinking, this is um, a challenge or a hurdle or a threat. Well, actually, no, this is an opportunity to do something different and to, to get over that and rather than just looking at, oh my God, that, that's too big a mountain to climb over. Well, actually, this is an opportunity to get over that other side, maybe earn more money or uh, create yeah. some success or do something. But it's about yeah. looking at it in a different light. Yeah, love that. This might be, might be a good time to, to mention. So the, sure, the yeah. mental toughness, toughness model that I use, so I already mentioned control. So it's, it splits into four Cs. Control we talked about already. You're just talking now about about one of the other C's, which is challenge. Mm. So challenge is about if you know if I'm if I'm mentally tough, am I prepared to push myself and step outside my comfort zone, um, even a little bit? You know, it doesn't have to be a huge yep. leap. But am I prepared to go and try something different, stretch myself in some way? Um, and am I also then prepared to take the risk? I guess of of failing or or falling in some way um with that can i reflect and learn from it so that's that's the kind of challenge piece of Definitely. the model yeah um and that's that's what i'm hearing from yeah. you yeah I, I can't remember exactly how the quote stands and this this brings to life i believe it's napoleon hill and it was something about every adversity is a seed for a great advantage mm -hmm. so it's what you learn isn't it from that failure i learned yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I remember doing one way online shows when I started to think, okay, there's, there's no performances. There's going to be no weddings for at least a couple of months. Let's do an online show. And I remember one of the shows I did early on, the camera stopped working, the sound stopped working. And it was really funny. I mean, everybody forgave me because they realized this is new. It's completely different. But from that, I learned and I didn't stop. I didn't just go, oh my God, oh, I'm not doing this again. I carried on plowed through. Yeah. And, you know, 20, 30 shows later, it's now in a rhythm where <laughs> you can actually run the technology right and uh, things work a lot better. But it was yeah. looking at that as a challenge. Let's let's learn from this. Okay, yeah, it went wrong. Um, don't worry about it. Can't control yeah. it. Just move yeah. on. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And for somebody with lower mental toughness levels, then that would have felt like a really significant failure, and they may have retreated from that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, not, and not kind of gone right. I'm going to give it another go based on what I've learned from that. How do I make it better? Yeah. And that's that's the difference. Yeah. The, I suppose the other thing to mention at this point as well is is when people have very high mental toughness levels in some of these areas that can be quite difficult for people to be around <laughs> so <laughs> yes, for yeah. instance if we're talking about the challenge piece you know if you have a very very i'm going to use it in sort of you know in in inverted commas if you have a very high score on challenge that means that you're constantly seeking out challenge you're easily bored you're constantly provoking change and that you know can be quite difficult for people around yeah, you as well to kind of keep up with um so i often say to people you know developing mental toughness is not about being you know 100 <laughs> <laughs> yes, mentally yeah. tough it's about it's almost about having agility isn't it it's about you know there are times when i need to be able to to turn that dial up to that yeah, point yeah. but actually being at that really high level every all day every day is exhausting for people yeah, and quite annoying really difficult to be around so yeah it's just it's worth recognizing that and i think you know for people listening yeah. it's worth thinking about this this isn't about you must always be 
you know 100% mentally tough because that's yeah. not yeah. that's not that's that's not helpful at all yeah, <laughs> for, yourself, yeah. for other people so I ran a session last week and I kind of build it as this is not positive thinking um and people kind of go what what do you mean you know mental toughness is not positive thinking it's not positive so positive thinking is is kind of rah-rah and it's it's you know everything is going to be absolutely hunky-dory and you know every day in every way i'm getting better and better and all of that stuff that is not realistic <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i spend a lot of time talking to people about negative thinking you know telling myself that the world's coming to an end and and i'll never work again that's not helpful for me telling myself that everything will be fine and I just have to wait for it to, you know, for the universe to align. That's not helpful. There's something in between those two things. And I typically call it, it's realistic thinking, you know, what's actually likely to happen here. Um, And how do I, what's the useful thing to tell myself that's going to support myself in doing something that's going to help here, as opposed to standing in front of the mirror <laughs> saying affirmations in the morning now if that works for people please continue doing it yeah, yeah. Okay? it's just for me mental toughness is about actually the, the narrative that i tell myself can either be sabotaging or it can be really supportive you know i choose i'd like to choose the supportive version absolutely um yeah. and, and supportive doesn't necessarily mean unrealistic you know definitely yeah brilliant so, um, so that's so you got control and then challenge. So what's the other two challenge. C's then? Yeah. Yeah. So the third one is commitment. So commitment is um, it's all about goals and achievement. So commitment is do I do I like to set goals for myself? If if I'm in a workplace and I'm set goals, am I okay with that? Do I actually quite like that, or do I find that almost paralyzing? You know, the fact that somebody's asking me to achieve something. So it's about setting goals and it's about it's about doing what it takes. You know, that's that sense of when I'm working towards a goal, I know what that goal is, things start to get tough or some barriers get in my way. You know, am I able at that point to work out how to overcome those things and continue onwards to, towards my towards my goal? So that's, yeah, that's the, the third one, commitment. Um, and then the fourth one is confidence. So we've got control, commitment, challenge and confidence. And of course, confidence kind of underpins all of those other ones. You know, if you don't have some element of confidence in yourself, it's actually really difficult to set a goal or to take on a challenge or to feel that you've got some kind of control over what's going on around you. So when I work with people on mental toughness, often we'll start with the confidence piece because if you can start to develop confidence and build confidence, you can typically find a way into the other elements as well. We say that would probably be um, understanding about your self-esteem and your values and what's important to you to kind of work out what makes you confident to then start that path. I guess it's like, it's like a circle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, um, uh, the four C's. So it, it's kind of like just like an endless flow, I guess, as well, isn't it? It can go yeah. wherever. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, you know, one of the things that I know from my life is that when I take on a challenge and I commit to it, and I find my way around those obstacles and I take control of what's going on in my brain, ultimately that ends up with me building some confidence. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah it does, you know, it does flow. Each one flows into each other. Yeah. And, what, yeah. and the other thing yeah. I know about working with people is that some people will be strong in some of those areas and less strong in other areas. Yeah. Um, 
so it's about identifying where's the where's the area for development and where are you already you know where have you already got some real strength yeah, um, yeah. And, and how do we tap into that strength to build the other parts of it yeah definitely great i love that you'll have to we'll, we'll share that on the podcast we'll put that into the the show notes if that's okay with you sarah we'll put um like a yeah. picture of that and yeah we'll absolutely pop links to sarah as well and um, i guess one of the things then for people listening right now who are we're probably going through those moments of resilience and mental toughness. Yeah. What would be your advice right now to help people be obviously more successful, or even if it's just the little wins right now, what would be your, your top tips right now to help them through the current circumstances, I guess? Mm, okay. So I think one of the really fundamental things for me is to start recognizing the badges that you're sticking on yourself right now, especially well when we're going through tough times especially you know if your business is struggling or you've been made redundant or you've been made you're furloughed or what you know whatever it might be that's going on with with you and for you right now notice what are those labels that you're kind of writing out and sticking on yourself because chances are they're not very helpful or supportive so i yeah i know that there'll be people out there who are perhaps sticking some quite big labels on around being a failure yeah. There's probably quite a lot going on in terms of, um, yeah, not fair stuff yeah. um, for people. And I think we often take things that happen to us or around us or things that we even we do, you know, behaviours or actions, and we turn them into some kind of identifying factor for ourselves. You know, so, so for instance, how many times have you heard somebody or, or have you noticed somebody drop something or spill something and the first words out of their mouth are i'm so clumsy <laughs> yes yeah or i'm or i'm so stupid or what a fool yeah, you know and definitely. straight straight away we're sticking these kind of labels on ourselves <laughs> yeah. aren't, aren't true for starters yeah. you know actually what's the truth of the matter here you spilled something or yeah. you fell over or you know whatever it was that that happened or let's take your example of you know running your first um online session and, and you know <laughs> yeah. there were some technical issues you know yeah. so you can take those technical issues and you can then stick a big badge on of, of failure stupid <laughs> yes. what an idiot i did cry for about now no i didn't really no, I just got... <laughs> <laughs> or you can kind of go oh you know that didn't go so well or i dropped yeah. that or you know that's that's a different thing we don't need to automatically stick these kind of labels on do we Definitely. um yeah. because that's really disempowering and it's really self-sabotaging yes so i think i would say to anybody out there right now who's yeah whose business is struggling or who's looking for work and finding it really tough do not start to stick those labels on yourself or if you've already stuck them on you have a choice to take them back off again because and i said this didn't i when i we were talking about um motorbiking you know when i when i went for my <laughs> first day of training uh, on a motorbike and uh, managed to crash it and ended up on the floor um you know i stuck some labels on myself right then around being yeah. stupid and not good enough is another yeah. one yeah not good enough a failure hugely embarrassed um and and actually what i discovered was by going back and having another go was that those weren't the labels that anybody else was sticking on the you know the labels that other people were sticking on were brave yeah. and courageous and determined and there'll be people out there right now who are you know in their third fourth fifth month of job 
hunting yeah yeah and yeah. being rejected on a regular basis and people like you and me running our own businesses yeah we've had four yeah. five months of not very much work and are yeah. still you know, <laughs> ourselves yeah. out there and doing our thing again it's it's about you know what would what would somebody else say what would somebody else notice about you right now if you are job hunting and you're just getting up every day and plowing on and having another interview you know the badge that i would put on you right now is is brave determined yeah. courageous you know absolutely um, resilient resourceful yeah. tenacious yeah. you know all of those Definitely. things not a single one of those badges would be failure or not good enough yeah it's um, you're absolutely right it's, it's kind of looking at your circumstances and situation with a different perspective and mm -hmm. labeling it differently absolutely it reminds me your your story and, and highly recommend this guys if you haven't seen this if you listen to this check out uh, i think it's called leaning into the bends it's a youtube video by sarah rudder who delivers a, a great talk for rocket mill is it rocket mill yeah yeah and she talks about this experience and uh, i had a similar experience with mod one where i found my mod one and for yeah. some reason i couldn't do it in peterborough where i was um, signed up for we had to go to caring and i just remember the whole way coming home yeah yeah know about motorcycling mod one is you know is is motorbike terminology <laughs> yes yeah sorry i should have said that yeah mod one is there's, there's a series of tests that you need to complete and mod one is quite an interesting one isn't it to say the least uh there's lots yeah. of things you have to do like go around in a figure of eight emergency stop and, and all those sorts of things and i remember it was raining yeah. and peterborough couldn't do it so we had to go to kettering and i just remember um i failed my first mod one i remember yeah. on the way home just driving home thinking exactly what you just said there all of these labels like oh my god my dad's gonna think i'm a failure my mum's gonna yeah. hit me you know all this and actually yeah. got home and they said no well done you know good on you and my dad i think my dad said to me like bloody hell we did it in the rain well well done you i wouldn't have done it in the rain you know so I thought, oh yeah. well that's quite good you know and, and you just get through it and alert from that experience and um passed it the second time because <laughs> i wasn't gonna fail it again hey listen yeah. i failed it twice <laughs> well yeah sorry yeah yeah sorry <laughs> And I still went back and did it again. You got it. You got through it in the end, didn't you? You you, uh, yeah. you learned from that experience, and you're now. Um, I can't remember. Was it you ride a six hundred now? Is it? Yeah, I've got a ZZR six hundred, which I love, absolutely love. But I was, it's interesting. I was out on it yesterday, and um, with a friend, and we've got comms, so we were chatting away, and um, and I really noticed that that sort of sense of you know I can I can poodle about on the bike and chat quite happily, but I can't ride properly if that makes yes. sense on the bike yeah. and chat my brain yeah. does not allow those two things to happen together and part of that is that i've yeah. only been riding a couple of years you know and it's you know the, the muscle memory is not <laughs> there as well as it could be right uh, just yet and uh, so I eventually i said that you know if we're going to ride properly and by properly i mean we call progressive riding in yeah. the road yeah. <laughs> 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 so you know reasonably fast and overtaking and yeah, you know all yeah. that stuff yeah i can't talk and, and part of that's again that's partly about mental toughness isn't it it's about yeah, focus yeah. about focus for tension yeah um you know i can happily carry on a conversation if you're sitting as a passenger in my car because i'm driving for yeah 20 odd years you know yeah, don't yeah, need to yeah. think hard about it but if we're learning something new or doing something that's not um really ingrained yeah we've got to find that focus and, and that's again that's Absolutely. part of mental toughness is just focusing in on what's important where do i need to put my energy and my attention right now yeah as much as being able to get up off the floor when you've <laughs> 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 <onto> it. <laughs> yes yeah i've been very close i haven't fingers crossed i haven't dropped mine 
but I nearly dropped it at a petrol station when I didn't actually have the ignition on. And because the ignition wasn't on, it just feels so much heavier and I nearly dropped it. So that was a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a moment. But um, yeah. that was fantastic. Thank you, Sarah. That was a, I think that's a great way to end it, the, uh, the uh, little point there to mental toughness with the bike. So, so thank you very much for, for coming along and uh, joining us, the first guest of Unlocked. I think it'd be yeah, great for people to know um, more about you. And you've got an event that's coming up in October that um, if you'd like to share with everybody. Sure. So I'm going to be running a mental toughness masterclass on October the 9th and people will be able to find details on my um, website and also on Eventbrite. So my website is gingerdogdevelopment.com. And also I wonder if it's okay to mention, so a friend and I, John Bartlett and I run uh, a free event every sort of six weeks or so called field trip. Ah, yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Our next field trip will be on November the 4th and we're going to the peak. So we always pick a kind oh. of slightly landscapey, outdoorsy kind of... Um, Is that so John can just get a picture of it on his Zoom background? Because he always has a different background. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> so John can use up his amazing photography that he's got. Um, <laughs> so yeah, last week we went to the edge. So that was really interesting. We sort of did a whole series of workshops throughout the day that were around stepping outside your comfort zone, essentially finding your edges. So yeah, November the 4th, we'll be to the peak and we'll be talking about peak performance, great, mental toughness, you know, handling fear and failure, all of those sorts of things. So um, again, if people follow us on LinkedIn, we've got a LinkedIn field trip page, then people can, we'll find out more details about that as that comes out. So brilliant. Oh, thank you. Well, there you go, guys. That's some great resources there for you to, to find field trip and obviously um i think it's the event called when the goings get when the goings get tough oh sorry when the going the, gets the tough the one, gonna, the one i'm going to run in october is called mental tough it's going to just be a mental toughness masterclass. it's a slightly longer um one so i think it's going to be about three hours we'll explore the mental toughness model and then also share some tools and some techniques for people to start developing their own mental toughness as well brilliant well sarah thank you so much thank you for such an engaging and thoughtful session really appreciate coming on and uh, yeah, good luck uh, for the next couple of months. Hope it goes well for you. Thanks for inviting me, Ricky. It's been a real pleasure. Wow, what an episode. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining me on the show for that great discussion. I'm definitely going to have to go back and re-listen to this a few times. Now, as it is the end of the show, this is Magical Musings, which is the reflection and thought. And my key takeaways from this episode would definitely be think about whatever your current circumstances are How can you learn from this situation and focus on what's really important to you? And don't forget all of those labels that we attach to ourselves. You can choose to keep those labels on or you can choose to take them off. Thank you for listening to the episode. Don't forget to hit those show notes as well. There's loads of resources such as the four C's model, the masterclass and the field trip as well. And don't forget to hit subscribe and rate and review if you enjoyed the episode. And I'll join you on the next episode of Unlocked. Unlocked.